what does one do when you feel cornered? Uh, what does one do when you're pinned to the here and now and you're made to resume conversations that you've been running away from all your life and uh, now you have no distractions? So um, that is how the idea of Nook came about. This is Sunil Bhandari and you are listening to Uncut Poetry. We have a special guest today in this unusual Uncut Poetry episode. But I couldn't help but invite Rhea Roy in. She has just launched her splendid newsletter, The Nook, which has broken all records of circulation. So I had a lot of questions on that. And not to forget this is Uncut Poetry. So there's poetry too. Hi, Ria. How are you? Hi, I'm good. So, Uncut Poetry welcomes the Nook. <laughs> we are glad to be here. Tell me, Ria, how would you describe the Nook? It's, um, it, has a, it doesn't have a causal relationship with the pandemic, but it is, the idea is correlated to that or it was triggered by that. Um, I think all of us are feeling very um, cornered right now by the universe. And uh, though most of us recognize our privileges, it doesn't help, to be honest. So um, since I was feeling like that, I started thinking, what does one do when you feel cornered? Uh, What does one do when you're pinned to the here and now and you're made to resume conversations that you've been running away from all your life and uh, now you have no distractions? So... um, That is how the idea of Nook came about, that in this corner is where we carve out a Nook and we sit with the uncertainties. We don't try to answer them. We don't try to run away from them, but we sit with them and we let them reveal themselves to us. So that was the idea behind the Nook. And uh, through the newsletter, I'm inviting people like me who want to try that too. So that's that is how I would describe the Nook as a place where we um, allow the mysteries to reveal themselves to us and with the hope that uh, we might encounter our own hearts. How wonderful. I love how you describe that. There mm-hmm. are so many art newsletters now. I mean, I can count four or five, which I know, and I'm sure <laughs> there are so many, many more. So mm-hmm. how do you wish the Nook to be one of its kind? Um, by being honest, I think, by not having a plan in place, by allowing itself to um, organically grow and uh, every week um, let it tell me what it wants to talk to the world about and um, I give it that space to do it and I turn myself into a medium through which the Nook can speak to its audience. So it's that partnership between the Nook and me. That is why I said we, I guess. Wonderful. So you let the universe go through you. Right. Wonderful. So how is curating different from creating, you know, in terms of 
their challenges, their joys. I mean, you've been doing it now for uh, how many episodes? Uh, how many? I keep saying episodes because of podcasts. <laughs> for how many issues now? It's been five, five issues now. The sixth one goes live on Sunday. Fantastic. So, how has it been the curation? I think how it's different is uh, it has its own set of challenges. Let's start from there. The biggest challenge. So when I was um, when I was thinking of doing this and I had not started yet, uh, there's an author I follow called um, uh, Austin Kleon. So uh, he has a newsletter and uh, he has uh, he had an article that spoke about uh, the biggest challenge when it comes to curating a newsletter, and it said that. Um, uh you will want to be likable to your audience and that is something that you must avoid um under any circumstance you will want to curate things which you think are popular and people might enjoy and um uh, what happens then is um you will be creating a community it's about creating a community even while curating things which are popular you will create a community but that community will not represent you um and that's sad so instead focus on what you enjoy and put it out there and even if you attract say just three people they they will truly reflect your community your um seniors as he calls it instead of genius which is about community mm-hmm. so uh, make sure that it's representative of who you are so at the end of the year or two years or however long you do this um your subscribers um are your people so that's something that i have to constantly remember because i am a people pleaser and uh, i tend to uh, put up i want to put up things that i know that people are going to enjoy and share and stuff which i may not personally enjoy myself so i try not to do that but obviously his uh, advice has been uh, well taken because instead of 3 you've got <laughs> hundreds of followers already which yeah, is so is. flattering is. but i try not to look at that because that puts me under a lot of pressure so how much time does it take to curate a week's dispatch i mean what is the process you follow does it take over your life you go to <laughs> sleep with it you wake up with it you eat your breakfast with it or is it much uh, simpler initially than that? the first initially as in it's just 5 weeks old but uh the first two weeks it was like that i would go to sleep with it and wake up with it and a new lover you know so <laughs> Yeah so initially it was like that but then I realized that I have a full time job and I have other jobs and I have a lot of things going on on the sides so I needed to make sure that there's a discipline around it because I want this to be a long term thing uh, so um now what I do is since I've divided the newsletter into sections I devote each day to one of those sections so whatever so each each section represents what i enjoy so whatever i'm feeling that day if i'm feeling like listening to some new music then i go for the play section if i'm reading some verses i go for the pause section so that's what i do so now it's getting simpler let's see and i can see your mind works in very nice compartments that's very creative and it's like both left and right brains working at the same time how lovely you've started this uh, lovely new thing and haha ha, i mm-hmm. got covered in it too the right. do for joy series i mean it's such a brilliant idea it's epic 
So w- w- how did the idea um, come by? I owe it to another writer, Elizabeth Gilbert and her book Big Magic that I follow follow it it follows me and I follow it like it's a manifesto for creative living. And uh, in that she talks about the concept of curiosity which I'm very curious about. So uh it's <laughs> it's about doing things for the joy of it and um, not focusing on mastering those or um you know um uh, turning the, them into um uh, a profession or something that might happen if it happens organically but that's not the agenda there you're just doing things because you enjoy them and you might suck at it but you don't care so um i really like that idea and i also love how it's in contrast to the whole idea of passion and how uh, and emotions such as grief anger which are very valid emotions obviously but they need not always be on the you know on some on an artist's mind and when i say artist i mean all of us because all of us are creative beings so um, there are other lighter emotions that have still not you know um, been explored or exploited so uh, i so that's the whole idea behind do for joy where i interview it's quick interviews with artists who i think are living their best creative lives like you so uh yeah i just asked them questions about their hobbies and why they do it and uh, how they feel emotionally and physically while doing those so it's it's been good i think seven of them are out and i have um few more and then there's another series that's coming up so yeah this is uncut poetry and we are having a conversation with ria roy to subscribe to her wondrous newsletter go to tinyletter.com/thenook so tell me what have you been currently reading and what has it mm-hmm. led you to so um currently i'm not reading a book uh, but i am very um uh curious about this concept of storytelling and um uh why why do we tell stories and why do we like to hear stories and um uh, why is it easier to remember things when they are said in the form of stories um the connections that are made and how we can navigate emotions like grief and anger and sadness and joy and everything and embarrassment through stories the uh, when when you go through an embarrassing episode in your life the trauma is something but when when you tell that story to your friends or your relatives or people you love over and over again and there's this whole tone of humor that comes in and i think that makes it easier for you to be okay with that episode and that episode completely takes a new form so i have been very um um excited about this topic on uh, why we tell stories and why we like stories so that's what i'm exploring currently reading a lot of short stories by ismat chuktai and uh, manto and so that that's what's happening right now and how can we not have a poem from you this was a parting poem from one of my newsletters i would like to read this out the dwindling flowers in the vase the ashtray overflowing with cigarette butts and wrappers of chocolates devoured yesterday 
the books gathering in the shelves and the newspapers piling up in the corner closest to the old squeaky armchair the bedsheet peeled off the bed and thrown like a shawl around the shoulders of the sofa the photo frames holding memories prisoner a feeble attempt to get back at the past which does the same to us pages of the calendar with oil stains at the edges the charges guiding plug points as their own while pens lie naked on the mat and their caps hide in the most unreachable of gaps grace doesn't always look grand and hence we miss it often but look closely and there it sits under the doormat with the keys to this house that has never failed to resemble your heart this was so good thank you thank you ria it was such a delight having you here i can't even tell you how grateful uncut poetry is to have you and to just to tell you this is one of a kind which we've done we've never done this before but it was for something so special that we just couldn't help inviting you thank you so much for having me it was a beautiful experience This is Sunil Bhandari and you are listening to Uncut Poetry. If you liked what you heard, talk about it, share it and subscribe to Uncut Poetry on Spotify, iTunes or Podbean. See you next week.